Hello, this is Miguel Daez, and you are listening to Fruits for Thought. Welcome to episode two. Today on the show, we welcome a good friend of mine, Danny Donovan. Oh, hey. <laughs> Danny, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me under your bed with you. Oh, I... <laughs> Okay. Uh, the levels might be peaking a little bit there, but... Um, so, um, no, we are not in my bed, don't worry. Under the bed. Under No, where we actually are under is uh, Danny and I made a makeshift fort in Connell's and I's room, Star Connell. And, uh, yeah, we are surrounded by blankets right now. If Danny, do you want to describe how I look right now? Uh, you look like a little old lady who lives in the shoe. <laughs> that does it, yeah. And we, um, are, we have a tablecloth now. Uh, <clears throat> we made a blanket and, uh, <laughs> sorry, what am I saying? <laughs> Basically, we made a makeshift fort in my room and we're surrounded by blankets because last time the sound was a little bit echoey. But, yeah. Welcome to Fruits for Thought. This is the show where we talk about vices and virtues and where we learn how to live out the fruits of the spirit, such as joy, patience, peace, chastity, all that good stuff. And yeah, we have our expert on joy today, Danny Donovan. Oh, hey. Yes. This is actually my show. Miguel just covers for me 364 days a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So um, Danny, uh, he's a catechetics and theology major, so he'll, he knows his theological stuff. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, he, let me see here. <clears throat> he is runs on the cross country team with me. And he's a good old friend of mine who's brought a lot of joy to my life. So, <laughs> yes. Why, thank you. Yeah. So, Danny, um, let's start off with a prayer, I guess. Sure, sure. Right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, uh, thank you for this podcast. Uh, thank you for this opportunity for Danny and I to do this together. And please um, fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, and please bless our listeners and let them benefit somehow from this podcast and let Danny and us also have a good time and benefit from it as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> so, today we are covering the virtue of joy. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Danny, did you have a... A, a definition from the catechism or something like that um i tried finding like a formal definition of joy it's obviously a fruit of the holy spirit mm. um but one um little paragraph that stuck out to me um not so much defining joy but um just talking about joy mm. was uh, paragraph 30 in the catechism uh which says uh, let the hearts of those who seek the lord rejoice Although man can forget God or reject him, he never ceases to call every man to seek him, so as to find life and happiness. But this search for God demands of man every effort of intellect, a sound will, an upright heart, as well as the witness of others to teach him to seek God. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's just like when we seek the Lord and uh, live our life according to um, his will, we find uh, a life of happiness there. Yeah. A life of joy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like right now, Danny, I'm reading like Confessions of St. Augustine and stuff like that. And I, I think I told you about my paper earlier. I'm uh, covering women, basically. Mm. <laughs> um, women do need to be covered. Oh, they do. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> they do indeed. But so uh, I'm talking about the role of women in Confessions of St. Augustine. And I see that in there they provide either like three things to Augustine, either temptation, sexual temptation, or like a model of virtue, like Monica, and then also like guidance and love, basically. Mm. Like, um, <clears throat> uh, just really quickly about uh, mo a model of virtue, like men admire women a lot, but like when men see that women are good, that makes them want to be good as well. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And uh, how this has to do with joy, I'm saying, is that, like, you know, Augustine was pursuing all these things that he thought would make him feel joyful. Uh, women, uh, he was addicted to watching plays, actually. Uh, he enjoyed addict. crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was a real addict in every way. Mm. Uh, but no, th those things failed to satisfy. His most famous line, like, from the beginning of the book is, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Amen. Yeah, he was talking about the God-shaped hole. Yeah. human heart and uh c.s lewis I, I heard this quote recently it kind of shook me um mm. it was even the young man ringing the bell on the brothel is searching for god mm. so like he's just trying to fill the god-shaped hole in his heart he's trying to find that thing which would give him joy wow um but obviously filling it with the wrong thing right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, somebody sketch came to my <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he's, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he's going there for the wrong reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can go there for a right reason. No. Unless, oh, unless actually, um, in my podcasting class, actually, which um, viewers, this podcasting class is uh, why I'm doing this podcasting class, but I'm also doing it for you, so don't worry. But... Um, no, recently in that class, we were talking about there was this saint who went to all the brothels. Mm -hmm. And what he would do is that he would convert the the prostitutes there. And at his funeral, all these prostitutes came out to his funeral. And everyone was just like, <laughs> what the heck? And But it was because he showed them love. Mm -hmm. And he showed them the love that they really were searching for. Mm -hmm. Which is not his love necessarily. I mean, yes, his love. But God's love. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, like, he didn't just see them as a thing, um, but he saw them as, you know, who they were, a person. Mm. And, you know, just, you know, recognizing the value of the human person, like I, I talked about last episode with Ryan, and, you know, it was like, it's an occasion of joy, you know? And Amen. Yeah. Yes. But, anyway, um, Danny, would you like to share a little bit about your vocation and uh how you got to franciscan and how you um how you got alley <laughs> sure sure oh, sure lovely, lovely. <laughs> so in the beginning when god created the heavens and the earth mm. <laughs> he created me <laughs> oh, you were in the garden <laughs> oh yes i was in the garden <laughs> oh wow <laughs> but i didn't really care that i was in the garden until i was like in sixth grade um when my family moved to a new parish. Mm. And I brought you to that parish before, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas in Derry, New Hampshire. I remember it, yeah. Yeah, it's a very nice parish. Um, 
Yeah, uh, we moved to that parish when I was in sixth grade. And before, I, like, hated the faith. Well, I didn't hate the faith. Oh. I just hated going to church, mm. like all kids do, yeah. for the most part. Right. I actually do youth ministry in, in uh, Steubenville, and all the kids love going to Mass. I'm like, man, I really was an awful child. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just hated going to Mass. I was just like, oh, do I really need to go sit here for an hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But... No, we went to this new parish, um, really got me into the faith. Um, it was run by Franciscans, surprisingly, even though it was a Dominican-named uh, parish, St. Oh. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Yeah, but the one thing I noticed about the Franciscans was their joy. Like, they were they were constantly joyful, and that was just, like, very attractive. Um, oh. Like, just their lifestyle. Hmm. Just like, oh, I'm just going to be joyful all the time. <laughs> mm. Just choose and joy constantly. And... That was just very attractive for me as I was in as I was in middle school, and I was there for um, about a year, and um, I picked up altar serving um, just at the parish, and I quickly became a master of ceremonies at the at the church just because quickly like, became yeah just because it was like my age group. Once you get a certain age, you become an, an MC. Ooh. So yeah, so I just started doing that more often, and um, it was in that. Um, I was in seventh grade at the time mm-hmm. um, when I first heard the call to uh, discern the priesthood. And um, yeah, it was just marked with like such a great joy. Um, mm. Just like discerning God's will. Was there a certain moment like in particular that you remember feeling that like, hey, mm. I think it would be cool to become a priest? Mm, yes, I was in my bed one night um, trying to fall asleep. As we are right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's actually this very spot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. No, but, um, yeah, no, I was trying to fall asleep one night. And I was just thinking. And, yeah, I just felt this great sense of joy and peace in wanting to discern the priesthood. Mm. And, um, yeah, I. the thing was, though, I didn't really discern. <laughs> I was more decided. I was like, yeah, oh. okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Um, but that comes in into play a little later on but no i started discerning the priesthood there and yeah it was a great cause of joy because seeking the lord's will as like the paragraph in the catechism said um you just find joy and happiness in seeking the lord's will right and yeah so i i started discerning the priesthood um middle school and high school um i was that kid that wanted to be a priest (laughs) and um yeah, I just kept altar serving um, every weekend, and um, yeah, then I went to high school at at uh, Trinity High School in Manchester, mm. and um, yeah, I I was actually bullied freshman year for wanting to be a priest. Really? Yeah, but I um, huh? I just like I still chose joy, like I'm not gonna let them get me down (laughs) right right because it's a catholic school but it's not a very catholic school at least not the time i think it's changed a bit now okay um yeah but i was bullied freshman year but it changed things got better as i went throughout high school was it because they were jealous of you or was it because you they just thought you were you were different um i think it was just because i was different and i don't know maybe they were jealous because i was i had a i had a joy and like mm. discerning that they didn't have yeah that they didn't have yeah and they were trying to fill the god shape hole so 
so yeah so that kept me um really close to my faith all throughout high school just discerning the priesthood and um yeah I, I was still that kid that wanted to be a priest <laughs> throughout high school altar serving at every mass we had mass like on holy days like mm. once a month right sort of deal and yeah um and i went to um the steubenville conferences throughout high school um and i did franciscan lead with um one of those conferences towards the end of my high school career and <laughs> i didn't know that franciscan was a school until <laughs> like the last conference i was like oh wait this is a college <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute were the conferences here though in, in steubenville no no they were um in New Hampshire, uh, in Massachusetts. Oh, yes, in okay. East. <laughs> okay, I was I was thinking like you came here and it's like this can't be a call. <laughs> like what the heck is Steubenville? <laughs> what what what's Steubenville? Like it's probably like some Latin word or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I got to college. I'll I'll look into them. And oh, um, I see. Yeah, so it was my senior year. Um, my dad and I drove out to visit uh the famed Steubenville College. Ooh. And. Um, yeah, we, we had high expectations cause I'd watch EWTN a lot oh. and, um, yeah, they, they had a show Franciscan presents and like, there was always like commercials for Franciscan. So after I knew it was a school and I made that connection, I was like, Oh wow, that's really cool. Like that's like top of the Catholic world. So I had high expectations, right. like coming to visit. And I remember getting out of the car in Rosary Circle and just smelling flowers. Hmm. It just like the floral scent just hit me. I was like, as really? I opened the door, yeah. There's butterflies flying and uh What? <laughs> the sun was like beaming down. It was just like such a beautiful moment just as I stepped onto the campus for the first time. I was like, <laughs> wow, this is great. And my dad and I were just like kinda awestruck. And Dang. we were like continually awestruck. Like I stayed overnight with uh the, the priestly discernment program there. Okay. And um yeah, they just continually blew me away. Uh, showing me all the different things on campus, like the Porciuncula. And this is this when you first uh, met Liam Galligan by any chance? Yes, it was. Oh, Monsieur Liam Galligan. Uh-huh. Liam, if you're listening, uh, you might be interested. Hi, Liam. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So the next day, uh, right before we left, uh, I met up with the cross country team in the Rosary Circle, and um, Monsieur Liam Galligan was right there. Um, and yeah, he just uh, introduced himself to me. And hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> he had his long hair at the time. Ooh. Um, he was very fast at the time too. He's still pretty fast, I think. Very fast at the time. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, yeah, he just told me what the team was about. How uh, they don't run for the betterment of themselves, but for the glory of God. And the betterment of themselves comes into play, but. Um, mostly for the, all for the glory of God. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that was just like really attractive to me because it was just like, there's a sense of joy just in running and I've been Mm. running since I was in fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. To to me, Danny, um, sorry to cut in here, but like Mm. when speaking on the topic of joy, when I joined Franciscan cross country, I found my joy in running again, honestly. Mm, Like, like I felt I had lost it in high school actually. Mm. Um, I was I just thought running was all about pain. I literally thought that. Yeah. And it was just about making yourself experience more pain to get fat, to be, uh, to win, basically. No pain, no gain. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, like, well, like, this seems like kind of like a masochist sport. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, I don't know, like, I don't see the point. At least in soccer, like, 
the point is not to feel pain, but to get a ball inside a goal. Yeah. <laughs> and here we just need to just, yeah. I mean, obviously, no offense to soccer players. Like, that also involves a lot of effort. You know? mm. But, um, yeah. When I joined Franciscan, I guess I realized that, yeah, it is about running for the glory of God. And it's, <clears throat> I don't know. There was something, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't so much like learning something intellectually. It was more the community mm. and just, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Mm, yes, definitely. Like joining Franciscan cross country, actually, even just like visiting, like <laughs> just experiencing Monsieur Liam Galligan. For, <laughs> <laughs> experiencing. Yes. For that, that brief moment, it was like a two minute encounter with him. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. I remember going back, um, to Manchester, um, right after that visit. Yeah. And, I had my Franciscan sweatshirt on and um, we, uh, yeah, we were at practice and I was just a different runner just from that one encounter with the team. Really? I was, yeah. And I was saying like, yeah, we like at Franciscan, they run for the glory of God. And like my friends didn't really get it, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know. It changed my view of running um, in that senior year of high school. And yeah, I was able to, like, I always said I ran for the glory of God, but I never like really understood it. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just like a sense, like, I'm not the only one like out there doing it <laughs> right. for God's glory. Like, right. There's a bigger Catholic community out there. And, yeah. Like I'm going to something bigger than this. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, high school isn't the end of it all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. And did you decide to go to Franciscan, like after that visit, like were you, you were? Yeah. And uh, my dad and I, we were blown away and <laughs> we visited another college um with another priestly discernment program um i won't say it just so <laughs> in case they listen but oh okay no, uh, no. yeah it just wasn't the same like it was a catholic college a few hours from here um but yeah it just wasn't it wasn't it <laughs> wow like franciscan like you could feel the Holy Spirit, <laughs> just like when, around. when I opened the the door for the first time, it was like, <laughs> it just hit me. Like when I opened the door there, <laughs> actually, when we opened the door there, my, my dad's identity was stolen. <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It, oh my God. Credit card and Wait. information was stolen. <laughs> Wait, physically or like c- cyber attack sort of thing. <laughs> oh shoot. Not because of anyone at Franciscan. No, no. I was going to say like that would be but, like I, what I had going through my mind is someone opens the card and it's like, "Hi, welcome to Franciscan." Just grabs your dad's wallet and then books it out. <laughs> yeah. But no, I didn't I didn't put that together till just now like yeah, you can feel the Holy Spirit when you go onto campus, but then once you got to that other campus, <laughs> his identity was stolen. <laughs> oh. I see. I, I I was just imagining as well, like you open the door, blinded by the light. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Wow. But yeah. So when I got back, I finished my senior year. Um. Yeah, and I just well, I went through some some road bumps in my discernment. Like I didn't understand why I had to go to college because you hear like stories of, like Padre Pio. <laughs> yeah becoming a or entering seminary or becoming a priest i yeah. forget which one at like 15 yeah, like why taylor I... swift <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> not exactly a, a catholic thing but like mm. uh, in terms of occupation wise yeah 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 i was like well why can't i just like 
leave, like not go to college and just become a priest. Right. right like yeah. I was actually kind of angry about it. Like I remember I met with the uh, vocation director for the the Franciscans at my parish, and he was like, "No, you need to live life first. Like you can't. We won't accept you if you apply." And I was like really heartbroken by that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the heck? Like God, I want to be a priest. Like <laughs> huh. why can't I just do it now?" And, yeah. Um. Yeah. So. And I guess God, God was like, oh, no, 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 got, no, got something else for you. Yeah. So huh. I applied and accept, got accepted at Franciscan. I was like, okay, I guess I'll go here. And um, I applied to the priestly discernment program. And yeah, I came to Franciscan uh, fall of 2019 and joined the priestly discernment program. And yeah, I was just on fire. Just like. Mm. I don't know, like, this is where I need to be. But I was always, like, looking ahead. Right. Like, like okay, where am I going after this? Like, I wasn't enjoying the moment. I was, like, focusing on what lied ahead. I, I guess that's, like, what young people do a lot. Like, yeah, they, they're obsessed with the future. And yeah, that's true. Where the elderly, they're obsessed with the past. Mm. Like they have nothing to look forward to, <laughs> except right. for except for heaven, of course. But except for death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're like yes. reminiscing on like, oh, my high school days are the best. I wish I could relive those. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, Bruce Springsteen's um, "Glory Days" song. <laughs> it's like thinking about high school all the time. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh. I, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Matt Fred and Peter Kreeft and mm. Peter Kreeft was talking about how the world is just going bonkers and everything is like d- destroying itself, you know, mm. and he was like, but that's okay. I'm out of here in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so, because <laughs> he's like 85 or something like that. Oh my gosh. And he's like, good luck to you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. I know, right? <laughs> so. Wow. Peter Kreeft. But um, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your vocation and coming to France. Oh, Danny, like, yeah. When you said, like, you were on fire freshman year, I mm. felt that fire. Like, I, I was mm. around you and stuff, and I could, could really feel, like, your your desire to become a priest and, like, pursue holiness and stuff like that. And I, I just remember being really impressed, like, with you and Ryan. And, mm. and yeah. Yeah, and, like, that inspired me, I know, Danny, to become a better person myself, to, like, I don't know, pray more and, yeah, mm. so. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thank you, good sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, no, yeah, there, there's something, like, there was something iconic, definitely, about freshman year, I feel. Mm, definitely. Yeah, there was a fire and there was a joy, I felt. Yes, definitely a joy. Yeah, yeah, and, like, <clears throat> also, I don't know if, like, Maybe I was less responsible back then as well, but like it's easy now that I'm a senior. You know, there's a lot going on, and even sophomore year, I think sophomore year was like the busiest semester I ever had. Mm. Um, it's easy to get weighed down and be weighed by um, the just challenges of life and stuff. Like, but like when you're young, you're you're youthful. <laughs> it was like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, there is an excitement about entering college, and uh, mm. I guess there's a challenge just to keep up that joy, like just. Just yeah. living in the present moment, every see everything for what it's worth. Like w- when you have something new, like when you're newly married or you're newly dating, like you're sort of like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> and like, like obviously it's not going to be like that all the time, mm. but like, <clears throat> but like once you're like 45 years married or something like that, you still need to retain that wonder in your spouse. 
Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Like the person in front of you is a mystery. Yeah. Uh, and like, heck yeah, he's a mystery. To the <laughs> yeah. <in> front of me. <laughs> That's what I've been wondering this entire. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Mystery. Yeah, that's, that, that's my name. Yeah. But yes. But yeah, getting back to the PDP. I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah just one example um, of just like the joy. I remember being introduced to night prayer for the first time mm. with the PDP and uh, Tommy Guys and Tyler Boyd, uh, two incredible singers, just like chanters and we chanted night prayer one night in Latin, mm. just like in the chapel, in the dorm. And I was just like blown away. Just like, I, I remember just like weeping with joy. Shoot. <laughs> just like, what the heck? Is, what the heck is this? Dang. Like, it was just like such a beautiful moment. It was like candle lit. And yeah, it was just like a crazy moment. And this, like I was in the PDP, um, while, while I was in the PDP, it was also marked with, like, restlessness. Right. Just because of not focusing on the present moment, um, focusing more on the future. Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to j- become a CFR. Oh, I'm going to join this order. Oh, I'm going to join this order. Like, right. Like, <laughs> if I could go back, I would have told myself, like, hey. Slow down. Slow down. You still have four years here like <laughs> this is fall semester freshman year you're not leaving until you're done <laughs> gotcha gotcha yeah but yeah no it was just like constant like restlessness because i just wasn't experiencing the joy of i wasn't seeking his will i was seeking my will right in right just like saying which order do i want to join not which gotcha. order does god want me to join i see yeah so and I had like a mini crisis um, that first Christmas break. Oh. Because um, for some reason, um, I had this tug on my heart for marriage. Oh. And I was just like, there wasn't like any girl in mind. But yeah, I was just like, Lord. That early. That early, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, what the heck? I'm like battling with like, should I stay in the PDP or should I pursue this? And. Um, I was like, <laughs> marriage can't be holy. Like priesthoods, <laughs> priesthoods, the holy vocation right here. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> and I remember seeing a picture of St. Saint, uh, Francis of Assisi and I was just like, wow, oh, yeah. he looks very holy. <laughs> he doesn't yes. need a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, very good. I, I'll stay in the PDP. Right. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, I went back to Franciscan in the PDP, more definitively in the PDP. Like, I made more intentional time with the program instead of with uh, the cross-country and track team. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that, yeah. Mm, yeah, just, like, taking preference for them just because that was the vocation I was discerning. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No shame there. No shame there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, half the semester goes by, and then I went on spring break, and I went on a mission trip in right. in denver christ in the city mm. um and i went with three girls from the university uh, whoa yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that and, mean... yeah <laughs> wait was there any boys in the mission team no it was me and three girls R- it wasn't a, it was uh, four of you yeah it wasn't like a university sponsored one it was just my friend in really um, yeah it was my friend in philosophy class just one day i like 
said oh. something to her and she's like hey do you want to join my mission team and i was like sure <laughs> <laughs> so i found myself Denver, you said yeah, oh, yeah furthest fine. west i've ever gone <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so we went there and it was crazy fun like really? we were just like serving the poor and there was like such a joy there mm. and um yeah there was like other schools there and i made some good friends that i'm still still friends with what what is the joy in serving the poor um it was just like like i don't know we would just go out um of the place we were staying like every day and we just walked the streets and if we saw like a homeless person just sitting down or whatever we just go up and talk to them and treat them like a human person like we were saying Yeah, yeah like just like this is a human being made in the image of likeness of god and just recognizing that there was like such a joy in that wow yeah it was very beautiful that that sounds that sounds like jesus what jesus was doing basically like yeah mm, amen yeah and i can see like i haven't necessarily done that myself in like a serving the poor sort of context maybe like in running across people maybe but like mm. that that is there is something nice about that like doing that intentionally mm. like um yeah yeah, I know mission trips. Shout out to mission trips. Like, I know during my mission trip, sometimes I felt some inward wrestling in myself, which is another topic. But there mm. was, at its root, I was very satisfied because I knew I was on a mission. Mm. I knew I was serving God, and that felt really good. Mm. And it's good to just, like, <clears throat> I remember overhearing a conversation at the Catechetical Institute that I work at. Um, it was a, a missionary. I forget what country he was from, but he was saying that um, he wishes that um, – they had a mission like class or like um at franciscan yeah or major i forget what he was saying but he, he was saying like we don't need people like university students to come here and smile at us <laughs> like think about it if, like you go down to south america or whatever and yeah. you're just standing there smiling at them <laughs> like they don't know what to do (laughs) hey how are you (laughs) like we're here to serve the lord but like i just find myself smiling at you (laughs) like right like there's no training for like what they actually need right but i don't know there's still like a joy in serving the lord even if you're just gonna smile at them (laughs) right yeah yeah like sometimes that's the you know like the the whole florida mission going to I i forget what beach it is uh, there's a whole at Franciscan. There's a whole mission where um, guys and girls, maybe as well, I think, just talk to people at bars near the beach there and try to do relational ministry. Hmm. Like not necessarily even convert them, but like you find a lot of broken people there for some reason. Hmm. And um, yeah, they just treat them with respect, strike up a good conversation and stuff. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, they're they're converting all the Florida men there. That's yes. that's, <laughs> that's what they're helping with. <laughs> yeah. Is it Palm Beach? I don't remember. Mm, something like that. Yeah. Daytona. Daytona. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah. That's a cool ministry. I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, so I was on that mission trip. Yes, yes. And um, yeah, I met a bunch of great people. There was like some really cool priests there. Hmm. Um, but I met this one guy and he was he was our age and maybe a year older. I forget. But he had just gotten accepted to seminary for his diocese. Oh. I was like, whoa, you're going to seminary? Like, <laughs> I I knew this guy for like three days. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, I just got accepted to seminary. 
And I, I honestly was, like, happy for him, but I was also, like, jealous at the same time. Right. Like, oh, I can go to seminary. <laughs> and <laughs> I made a mistake one night of drinking a cup of tea too close before bed. So I just, like, didn't fall asleep that one night. So I was just, like, in the chapel. I was going to say, how does this story end? <laughs> <laughs> so end of the story, I was like, you know what? I'm going to forget Franciscan. I'm going <laughs> to. Oh. I'm just going to go apply to seminary for my diocese and I'll be wearing a cassock in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And Dang. yeah, I, I contacted the <clears throat> vocation director for my diocese and, um, yeah, I was in the application process and during this time COVID broke out. Yeah. So, um, I actually just like went back to campus, grabbed some things and then went home for until August and it was March and Wow. Yeah, I spent that those first like few weeks, it was like a month or so. Um yeah, just uh filling out the application and yeah. doing my schoolwork kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you telling me and then I remember telling Amy on one, one date we went on and Amy's Amy was like, Oh, let me give you a hug <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, Oh, that's bummer right here. Yeah. Yeah. And at first, I, I mean, was, obviously, I was happy for you that oh, yeah. you're pursuing priesthood and stuff. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I've encountered that same restlessness that I had over Christmas break, where like I had that tug on my heart for marriage again. Interesting. And I was just like, "Lord, what the heck?" <laughs> like, yeah, here I am applying to seminary, and like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing me like this? <laughs> right, right, yeah. And um. I contacted my spiritual director, Father Jonathan St. Andre. Yeah. And I told him what I was feeling. And he was like, Danny, um, your vocation is like a rose. And like what you become is the flower itself. And but first you got to grow your roots and your stem. And then your mm. vocation will naturally flower out of you. And he was like, before you like That's move wise. forward at all, I want you to just take a few weeks and discern as if you'd never discerned before. Just like discern, just like discern no vocation. Just like see, ask the Lord what he has for you. And I remember just going, <laughs> I would go to a, a underground uh, mass. <laughs> underground mass? Yeah, like we weren't allowed to have mass because it was COVID. Oh, yes. I remember those days. Yes. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> I was actually going to daily mass at this point during COVID. Um, actually reconciled with my old parish that I hated going to because oh. they were the only place that was offering mass. Oh, shoot. It, it wasn't the same priest, but yeah, he was a very good priest. He really helped me. Yeah. And um, yeah, we had mass in his backyard all the time. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. The, the way it worked for my church, it was really funny. Uh, like there was a live stream. Mm. And so you could see like some, like half of the church and the altar basically through mm. the camera what people didn't see was that the other half of the church people were secretly going in oh. and like we were like whispering the responses in our we were just like saying the responses in our minds like the priest would do the entire mass yeah. and after the live stream was over he would give us communion basically mm. uh actually it depended 
yeah with covid it, it really depended like what the news was and stuff. i don't know but like yeah but like that's what was happening and like there was once where they're just like the lord be with you and one guy loudly said and with your spirit we we're like kevin shut up <laughs> dang it kevin <laughs> exactly like it's it's all communicated <laughs> it was all old ladies in the church and kevin and me and maybe some other like but mostly old ladies and all the old ladies were furious with him they were just like kevin come on <laughs> It was hilarious. Anyway, it was just really funny. Like I never experienced anything like this, like a secret mass. But like, mm. <laughs> we were there. But like, we were basically lying to the live stream. But oh. <laughs> I bet people watching the live stream could tell though. They were just like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> one old lady goes up to communion by accident. <laughs> it's like, oh shoot. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, um, pretty soon after, um. So I was actually praying a lot. Um, they had an adoration chapel at that church as well. Right. So I would go there, and I'd go to daily mass. And, um, yeah, it became clear based off of Father Jonathan's advice that I wasn't being called to discern the priesthood anymore. And, and that I was being called to discern marriage. And that you, you just felt that through prayer and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I was able to see that... Marriages could be holy. <laughs> they are <Whoa>. holy. <laughs> like, it's you go to your mom and dad. You guys aren't holy. You guys aren't priests. And... <laughs> I was like, wait, it's a it's a sacrament that I can make, like, yeah. just like priesthood, um, and like the father's called to be the priest of the family. So I was yeah. like, okay, that's maybe... true. Actually, the father is called to be the priest of the family. I didn't think about that. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, but. It, it almost like renewed my joy in discerning because up to that point I wasn't discerning the priesthood I was decided as I said earlier right like I wasn't like I was being a priest for me because you thought you you thought it was right you thought it was the right thing to do yeah and I mean I definitely grew a lot through discerning the priesthood yeah because in high school I'd go to daily mass and then that led me to Franciscan right yeah and also like you were didn't you tell me, Danny, that, like, you were just different from all your other high school classmates because, like, because you wanted to be a priest? Mm, yes. Like, shout out. Danny won't admit this himself, but he got the most likely to become a saint, I believe, uh, yeah. or a holiest award for uh, his superlative. Yeah. Yes. High and... expectations, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> it's kind of bad um, if no one else is going to be a saint. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, looking at the definition of saint being someone who goes to heaven, I certainly hope all your classes yeah. become saints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Sorry, I had to swallow my coffee there. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I'm sure your coffee's grateful for, for mm. me. <laughs> I don't think it is. No, no. <laughs> but, yes. So, I returned to Franciscan a new man. I had discerned out of the priesthood discernment program. So I was a free man. And mm. um, I dated a girl. Oh. Didn't work out. Um, but yeah, time went on. And I was like, okay, Lord, help me find my spouse. And um, I did the consecration to St. Joseph. The, uh, the book, remember the book that came out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you do that? I did. I did. Mm. Yeah. With was, my father, Joseph Calloway. Yeah. Yes. It was very good. Mm. Um, it was I, good. I did it during Lent. So this is like a year, year after um, COVID broke out. Right, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so I was finishing up, and I did my uh, consecration to St. Joseph, and I was like, St. Joseph, help me find the woman I'm going to marry. And um, the next day, we had that mini cross-country season conference meet. Yes. And I couldn't run because I was injured, and um, I was, like, so bummed out by that. But that's a different story. This yeah. is March 2020, folks, I believe. Uh, 2021. 20, oh, sorry. 2021. Yeah. That is right. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we were having a party at Mark, Liam, and Easton's house. The house we're in right now, actually. Yes. Now our house. Yes. <laughs> and um, just celebrating. And I remember I was sitting on the bottom step in the house, and I got a text from a new girl on the team whose name was Allie, who was in the discernment household for Mary Spouse. For, oh. um, yeah, for those who don't know it, it's the discernment household for those, those who are discerning religious life as, for being sisters. And um, she texted me and she said, hey, I'm discerning out of Mary's spouse. <laughs> and I was wondering if you could send me your letter that you sent to the PDP when you were discerning out because you have to write a letter saying like, hey, I'm leaving. Right. Um, so I sent her that and I was like, hey, if you want to talk about it i'm free tomorrow if you like so after mass we got breakfast Ooh. and yeah i was just like yeah i was head over heels <laughs> we um we're in the calf we probably talked about her leaving mary's spouse for like five minutes of like the whole hour and a half we were there or so <laughs> yeah how long we were there but, wow no, I was like, man, this girl's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, and she was shooting her shot, right? Oh, like, yes, she was. Oh. Um, yeah, so we hung out every day that week. And uh, we hung out for like 12 hours, like every day, pretty much. <laughs> Tw- wait, 12 hours? Pretty much. How is that possible? Like, we'd just be in the library together. Or right. like, we'd throw the frisbee around. Yes. Um. Yeah, we go to mass. We we pray uh, evening prayer together after uh, after practice. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so and forgot about that. Huh. Um, it was about a week. I I think it was that following Friday. Um, I was like Saint Joseph. I think this is the girl that <laughs> I asked you to send me. <laughs> oh. And um. And yeah, because you had been praying about it. Yeah, and I don't know. I was just like I experienced that joy when I was with her. Mm. Um, that joy that I had when I first. Uh, started to discern the priesthood right um and you think that's like one of the main characteristics of right discernment like and making the decision like seeing where your heart is most joyful yes probably right amen right yeah good to know because where the lord's will is there's going to be joy it's a fruit of the spirit right and you'll know them by their fruits as christ says mm, mm. little nose tap there little, yeah nose tap <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes but yeah so wow um, we had a track meet um, that Saturday, and um, I was injured, uh, so mm-hmm. I didn't run, but I went to the meet, and um, yeah, I was just like waiting for the opportunity to ask her out. It's <laughs> so, like there was one point we were like we played frisbee together for a little bit. I'm like, should I do it now? I'm like, no, I'll wait till later. Right. And um, the meet ended, and we went back to campus. And then you, Miguel, yes. saved the day. Oh. Um, I was like, oh, I guess this isn't going to happen. We'll just try again tomorrow. And Miguel just ran straight up to 
to Tommy as the girls were walking in. Like, wait, wait, what did you say to them even? Do you remember? Oh, okay. So I think you, Ryan, and I, and maybe someone else wanted to go to Leonardo's, I believe. Mm. And I was like, well, I know Danny likes this girl. <laughs> maybe I should, you know, I don't know. Just, and we can get, you know, we make it a group thing, you know? Like, mm. So I, I ran up to the office. I was like, hey, guys. Uh, so Ryan, Danny, and I are going to uh, Leo's, like, uh, Leonardo's. Do you guys want to come with us? And they did. Mm, they it sure was did. Uh, Ali, Katie Summers, and Kate Lazuka. Mm, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So we yeah, got, I got got us a squad. John Meinholz came. John, John Meinholz. Meinholz, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to Leo's. We got some ice cream. And I was like, "Do you guys want to go to the Overlook?" So yeah, it's across the river, like this cliff thing overlooks the river in Steubenville. Yeah. And I rode with you guys, you and you and Ali. Yeah, yeah. So we went we went up there, and um, most of those people hadn't been there before. I think. No, I don't think so. So yeah, it was cool. Took some pictures, and then we were talking about swing dancing. Oh. And um, I had learned how to swing dance at Franciscan, and um, all of a sudden someone started playing music, and um, was it you? I forget who did it, but um, we we're like, hey, let's swing dance, and um, Allie, <laughs> I remember this part. Yeah, Allie's like, oh, I don't know know how to, and I was like, there's my chance, and like, I'll teach you. <laughs> I remember that part so well. I was just like, ooh, like, like, covering oh, my my mouth with my hand, just like, ooh. Ooh, like, like, there we go. You slide off. <laughs> <laughs> so I taught her. She she learned pretty quickly, actually. And um, mm. I was like, okay, Danny. The heart like, was willing. <laughs> but the flesh was weak. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. But, yeah. I, w- I was like, come on, Danny. Like, you can't get a better moment than this. It's like sunset at the Overlook, swing dancing with her. Like, mm. <laughs> um. So I asked my classic question. I always ask people, so who do you like? <laughs> and I ask that like all the time, just like as a joke. But Believe me, he does viewers. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yes. Just like a funny thing to fill the silence with. It works though. It works. It definitely worked that day. <laughs> she responded, oh, someone. <laughs> and I was just like, someone. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, yes. <laughs> and then she said, so, who do you like? And I was just like, someone. <laughs> oh. And then we we did like a few more like um, little, Twirls? S- little step things, you know, the step things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, come on, Danny, you just gotta just gotta let it out. And I was just like, yeah, it's you. Aww. <laughs> I feel like that could have been a movie scene, like just those lines, like, so who do you like? Someone. It's like, do you like someone? Someone. It's you. <laughs> like, I was just like, so. Do you want to um, go on a date? And she's like, sure. <laughs> I'm like, how's tomorrow sound? And she's like, good. And she, <laughs> she was just like in another world. <laughs> and um, yeah, we um, went on a date the next day. It obviously went pretty well. <laughs> Dang. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. And the date itself was like 14 hours long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we were just together all day. And... Yeah, we dated all through, like, the rest of the year. And, yeah, I'm just marked with joy. Um, How did you ask her uh, to become your girlfriend? Oh, we were swing dancing. It was the next day. <laughs> it was the next day! Oh! <laughs> yeah. So, it was pretty obvious that that's, that was the girl that St. Joseph sent me. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and, um, 
to all our viewers, pray to St. Joseph. Yes. This is living proof right in front. This is a mystery in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Living evidence of, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I told St. Joseph to make it obvious too. So I was just like, this is, you can't get more obvious than this. No, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And it was just like marked with the joy. Yeah. The joy of the Lord. And yeah, so yeah, we dated all, all that year, the rest of that year, and then the whole next year. And then, um, yeah, I popped her the question last June, what? and we'll be getting married next June. Hey, there you go. So, congratulations. Yes, Thank you, sir. sir. Yes, sir. 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 Yes. Climb your handshake there. It was. <laughs> yes. Very sweaty. Oh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. The blankets around us make it a little... Mm. Yeah. And why'd you light a fire in here, too? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now... Anyway, <laughs> there's no fire, but it, yes, it, it is rather warm. I'm gonna, I'm, wait, wait, I'm going to do a backflip real quick. Ready? ready? Okay, ready, ready, ready? Let's go. Let's go. Oh! oh. Impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I've never done that before. Yeah, and in such a confined space, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm going to turn my neck all the way around. Yeah, yeah. All right. disgusting. I know. I, I learned in the middle school, you know. Just... Mm. Mm. <laughs> Okay, Danny, uh, are going to take our thumbs off now. <laughs> oh, we're going to exchange them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, One, thank two, you. Uh, oh, oh. That hurt. <laughs> okay. Oh, you get, you're getting blood everywhere. We got. Oh we go. no. <laughs> See, I'm not even bleeding. <laughs> oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Natural talent. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about the gold roses or asking oh, signs. Yes. So my good friend Mike Sobis, mm. also known as sponge <laughs> he he inspired me one day because um he's he is very close to the lord mm. and um he tr like he asks the lord things and he trusts like when he gets an answer he trusts in it right so he asked for like signs such as like roses so um he, i remember him he was telling me one time he asked for something like i think it was specifically a silver rose Oh, interesting. And uh, he's like, if you want me to do this, Lord, like, send me a silver rose. And um, do you know what it was by any chance? What what to do? I, I don't remember what it was. OK. But I remember him saying, like, then I looked at my desk and on a picture frame, there was like a tiny gold rose, uh, silver rose, just like right there. And he's Why? like, I'd never noticed that before until that very moment. He's like, well, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll do it. Shoot. <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't remember what. Um, wow. So, um, yeah, just marked by the, like, me and Allie's relationship, just marked by the joy of the, the Lord. Um, yeah, from the beginning, it was just like, man, I don't want to be, like, sem like going to seminary part two, just like, let's go do this. Like, uh, ask her to marry me. So I was like, okay, Lord, right. when the time is right. I want, I want to, um, propose to her. So, um, I was like, I'm not going to do it until you send me three gold roses. Mm. So is there any reason why you chose three by any chance? I was like, okay, if I see one, like, <laughs> it's not like I'm just going to get down. Like, I don't know. I want it to be, I want it to be three that way. It's right. like, no question. Multiple layers. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, that was like in September, October of my junior year. Right. I remember that. Yeah. And um, the school year goes by 
and um yeah me and Ellie were talking about how we want to get married like right after we graduate mm-hmm. I was like okay lord if you want me to propose soon like I'm gonna need those <laughs> yeah three gold roses and um we went to Wisconsin where she's from and is uh, this over winter break or when is this uh this is right after um right after the school year so beginning of the summer and in, oh okay in yeah. like May right yeah. yeah so we went there and she brought me to her favorite adoration chapel in Madison and uh, we're praying and it was this beautiful adoration chapel and I'm looking at the blessed sacrament and then my eyes just drifted to the floor to the left of the blessed sacrament mm-hmm. and what was sitting there a golden rose standing it was like a literal gold rose like a rose made out of gold dang <laughs> standing straight up right underneath the sanctuary uh candle shoot and I was just like, I had told Allie about that. I was like, Allie, <laughs> I just pointed at it. I was like, <laughs> I wish I had taken a picture of it, but. Allie must have just been like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, I forget if it was the next day or a few days later while we were there. Um, we went to um, Our Lady of Good Help in uh, Champion, Wisconsin, the only approved Marian apparition in the United States. Wow, in Wisconsin. Yeah, so it was like middle of farmland. (laughs) Okay. It was like a three-hour drive from our house, which is pretty good for going to see a Marian apparition. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah, so we went there, and um, yeah, we went to Mass, um, went to the place where she appeared, um, did a walk-in rosary just like around the campus. It was a beautiful property, and um, they had like this little museum thing of like just like the shrine itself. So we went in there. It was like a welcome center sort of deal. And I was just like walking around, just looking at the things. And you know, like those, like, statues. Like, I've seen some of, like, Divino Nino or, like, of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And they, like, kind of look like a doll. It's like a statue. It just looks like a yes, doll. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just walking around. And behind glass, there's one of those statues. And I, I look at the feet of the statue. Same exact golden rose right underneath the statue and i was just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Allie>. wow <laughs> and i actually did take a picture of that one that must have felt like such an affirmation it was and i was just like let's go find the third i'm like wait a second i'm not gonna go and look for the third rose like god's just gonna give it to me smart man smart yeah. man like that's a good call right there mm, yeah so i was like okay <clears throat> we're in wisconsin i'm gonna ask your dad for your hands so <laughs> yeah we um we went up north wisconsin they have um a cabin up there and we uh went on me and her dad went on a fishing trip it was a big lake and yeah i fished with him all day and Fun. end of the day i'm like I, we had a really good time we caught a lot of fish at the end mm. and end of the day i'm like okay like <laughs> it's now or never so um i asked him and he said, well, short answer is yes. <laughs> and, but we have some discussing to do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so when we got back, um, we went to uh, – he took me on a trip oh, deep yeah. into the woods. Well, also I remember, like, you – Allie and her friend Laura, right? Mm. We saw you and your her dad walking out, and you look really sad. Yeah. I was and... just like, uh <laughs> – like, I know what he wanted to discuss. Right, like, that's fair, that's fair. I was nervous. Right. And they knew I was asking, like, I was, like, 
kind of why we went on that trip. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, because I wasn't going to see, I didn't know when I was going to see him again. Yeah, and it was just you and her dad. It was like, Allie wasn't. Yeah, yeah she stayed just, with Laura. Right. Just yeah. like at the house. Right. And um, yeah, he brought me to this tiny bar in the middle of the woods. And he, <laughs> he, uh, a bar in the woods? Yeah, just this bar, tiny little bar. And, um, cool. He bought me some bourbon. <laughs> oh. And, Does it yeah. Taste good? Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. And he just, like, was so happy. And he, oh. he didn't know anyone in the bar, but he was just, like, walking around saying, hey, this is Danny. He's going to be my son in law. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, some random strangers. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, I okay. didn't know that. That's 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 special. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great moment, and um, yeah, he just um, yeah, we we talked a little bit, just like about logistics and stuff about the us getting married. And smart, yeah. Yeah, it's like you know what you're getting yourself into, right? And like I do, and <laughs> um, yeah, went back, came back to to Steubenville, and we were about to. Allie was moving into her house that she lives in right now okay and i couldn't move into this house yet it's around the corner yeah from her so house. you came back and you hadn't seen anything yet like yeah i haven't i haven't seen a third gold rose okay yeah at that point so i was gonna go home for i think it was like a week or two uh just until i could move into the house right so our house our house our house yes. not yes yeah not, not her house no. <laughs> yes. she lives around the corner yeah um yeah so i went home and i was like okay um i i guess i'll get a ring now like yeah prudent thing to do that way i'll be ready when the third rose comes yeah and uh, i see what you're saying yeah yeah and uh i went to an adoration chapel in manchester uh saint marie's and i went in there and i was praying it was a small adoration chapel and then um i looked to the right of the blessed sacrament and there was a statue of Our Lady, and on her they she had three roses. Oh, one was, I think one was white, one was red, and then the one over her heart was gold. Wow! <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I was like, well, that kind of combines the first two gold roses because the first one was in an adoration chapel, and right. the second was at the feet of Blessed Virgin Mary. And oh. the third was in an adoration chapel with on the Blessed, on the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> um, there you go. Dang. Yeah. So God like, answers like, it's always so cool how God answers like that. Like, Yeah. And then, yeah, my grandmother and I, she's worked in jewelry stores, so she helped me find a ring. Perfect. So, so yeah, I found a ring and I came back and... I proposed soon after. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But... Oh, congratulations, Danny. Thank you, sir. Oh, sir. 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 Another sweaty handshake. Another sweaty handshake. Oh, sir. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Mm. Dang. Wow. But, yeah, no, I was actually just um, going back to to joy. Mm. Um. Yeah just like reflecting on like my vocation story, my salvation history, if you mm, would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, just like this one verse from first Corinthians two, nine, um, comes to mind. Um, 
But as it was, as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man conceived, what God has prepared for those who love Him. Mm. Mm. Just like God has such great plans for us, for our lives, um, that we couldn't conceive. Yeah, we yeah. we could never like fathom what God has for us. Like right. if you had told me, like what was gonna happen like freshman year like i would have laughed <laughs> like, like, <laughs> interesting like are you kidding me i'm not gonna get married what are you talking about <laughs> but yeah no like it's honestly like a path of trust just like trusting in the lord and being joyful right while you trust him and, and like discovering as well through your discovery process mm. like i'm sure you're like growing as well developing in virtue mm. and just probably learning more about yourself and about um about god and his plan for you Mm, amen and if and if you don't know what's going to happen well if you know what's going to happen there's not going to be any trust you know that's true god wants us to learn to trust in him amen jesus i trust in you and yeah i mean it's difficult not knowing what's going to come next you know it is the yeah that's where I find myself right now, honestly, with deciding like uh, an occupation for next year and stuff. And yeah, it yeah, it can be difficult at times. Like, I don't know what to do, but it's just like when you trust in the Lord, like He'll make that path joyful, and He works all things together for your good. And like, <laughs> what eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has the heart of man conceived, <laughs> like what God has in store for you. Yeah. So, yeah, and like. That's not just on this earth either. It's like directed towards heaven and like right the eschaton. <laughs> eschaton. Yes, like the final, like our resurrected bodies. Oh, and stuff like that. I see. Like yeah. Eternity. Yeah. So what? Um, <clears throat> relating joy to like dis- discernment. Like, what would you have to say, Danny, to uh, our listeners about that? Mm. Yeah, just keep trusting in the Lord. Um, yeah, and. If you trust in the Lord, he'll mark your path with joy as a, a fruit of the spirit. Right. And like also it's like sometimes it's a choice to be joyful as well. It's not just Amen. God sends us feelings. It's um, like, yeah, I don't know. It's choosing to be joyful even in difficult circumstances mm. and stuff. And like that, as you said, that relates back to trust, trust in God, mm. like uh, <clears throat> just looking forward to heaven. And mm. that's that. Honestly, view, uh, listeners, should be our source of joy. Mm. Um, you know, like this world is so so fleeting. Um, Danny and I were in an antique store the other day. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I saw this skull and like memento mori. That's what I, I've been meaning to get a skull, but it was too creepy for me, so I decided <laughs> not to get it. But just to remind ourselves of of uh, you know this world. It's nice. It's nice. Mm. But someone compared it to like being birth just like being born like like you think that the womb is nice but you don't know what's so exciting about the world outside of the womb yeah. like you're, you're just kind of freaking out when you get outside of the womb you know like like what the heck what <laughs> exists oh oh my I'm cold. <laughs> oh exactly like where's the water where's the water my umbilical cord i need that oh <laughs> so um sorry the levels were peaking there i think but um but basically, heaven is the same way. Like, we're enjoying earth. Like, no, I want to stay on earth. Mm. Like, like we want to soak up the things of earth. But really, 
heaven. We're going to have so much adventure, so much love, so much joy up there. And yeah. that's our reason to trust and to be joyful. Amen. And it's like the, uh, the chant, um, that, Oh, um, yeah. Shout out to sponge again. Mm. <laughs> um, there's this one chant, uh, Christus Vincit. Um, at one point in the, <laughs> in the, uh, chant, they say Felicite and <laughs> it intensifies every, <laughs> they say it three times uh, in a row and it just like gets louder every time they say it. And it's just like rejoice, like be happy. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, our vocation is like so much higher than earth. Like God's raising man higher than even the angels. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. The fact that he died for us. Yeah. Like he didn't die for the angels. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Our vocation is higher than the angels. What is man that you mind him? Mortal man that Mm. I, I don't know the rest of it, but it's a, it's a nice song. Hmm. Yeah, true Catholic right here. Don't <laughs> no, no, no. I'm learning my Bible. But Danny, Miguel, huh. thanks so much for sharing, man. Mm, thank you for having me. Oh, Danny, this was lovely. Thank, thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. The sweaty handshake again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, now, if you excuse us, Danny and I have a mass to catch. Mm. Yes. Catch me a good mass. Yeah. A massive mass. A ma- massive. Oh. That sounds divine. <laughs> That's what Danny says every time. Like I ask him, like, how was Mass? It was divine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, from all of us here at Fruits for Thought, I'm Miguel Daez. And I'm Danny Donovan. And we'll see you next time on Fruits for Thought.